Jaden and Tom, thank you very much for joining the Cinema Australia podcast. It's great to have you both with us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, cheers. Uh, uh, congratulations on a family. I, I didn't know what to make of this film from the trailer, but once I started watching it, I was immediately hooked. Uh, these slightly uneasy characters are very engaging. The script is brilliant and the cinematography is seriously world class. It's one of the most unique Australian films I've seen uh, in a long time, and it's certainly one of my favourite Australian films so far this year. So congratulations again. Oh, thank you very much. Um, what's the feedback been like? Well, that's probably the best feedback we've had, so (laughs) I reckon we should just quit. (laughs) All done now. You don't need any more. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's been good. Um, everyone seemed to really dig it. I mean, it's kind of one of those, I think it's kind of the type of film where if you're into that sort of comedy, you know, you're probably going to really love it. So it's, it's good like that. You know, people who, who like it, they really like it. Um, that's interesting that you've that you've mentioned that word comedy there. We'll get into that a bit later. But um, uh, you two have certainly marked yourselves as filmmakers to watch here, which is why I'm very keen to get to know a bit more about your filmmaking journey. Uh, how long have you both wanted to make movies for? Uh, Jaden, we can start with you. Um, since uh, probably since high school, but I wanted, but I didn't know anything about it, so I thought the only way to do it was to do, to be an actor and I didn't but I didn't want to be an actor either so I yeah pretty much I left school and went and did a TAFE course um, in media that kind of was and that kind of opened my eyes to you know using cameras and that sort of thing and so pretty much since then I've kind of been digging away at it. So were you always a film buff or did you you obviously loved watching movies? Yeah, yeah, always a film buff. I was always really into um, things like, you know, Tim Burton's Batman and all this and things that had a lot of uh, fantasy elements to it. And um, and then as I progressed and mo- and then I eventually moved to Melbourne to go to the v- VCA, I, I kind of got my eyes open to a lot more world cinema up down here. Um, and that's kind of – and then my head kind of exploded, I think, when I moved to Melbourne and discovered – you know, all this different cinema that I'd never really been exposed to back home. Um, so that was a huge turning point, I think. Wow. Uh, Tom, what about you? Uh, for me, probably university early on. Um, I think well, I was studying journalism and communication and, uh, you know, that's there's not much of a future in that. And I became more and more involved in, um, I was taking some classes for cinema and uh, been exposed to uh, Spike Lee, I think, was the major catalyst. Yes. Um, yeah. Were, were there any uh, standout films of, of, of Spike's? Uh, he Got Game. Yes. Which uh, it still holds up. Um, and 25th Hour was a big one too. Yeah. Well, was it the cinematography in those films that, that got you excited the most? I mean, I mean that's what you specialise in now? Um, it, it was that, but it was the the structure of the story the I, I think the direction was pretty bold and um, he's, yeah, he was doing things that I hadn't seen before. Um, and he still is today. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah. Um, so how did you two meet? Uh, what drew you together? We went to uh, film school together. We, um, we met there. 
Well, that's interesting. You're talking about your, you liking Batman, and and Tom's talking about <laughs> him, uh, you know, liking Spike Lee. What, were you, um, you know, were you drawn to uh, to the same style of filmmaking? Um, well, I mean, when I say Batman, I'm talking about my formative childhood years. Um, <laughs> though I still really do love that film. Mm. Um, you know, I think when um, I first met Tom, I, he was a little bit more advanced than me, definitely in his cinema knowledge. I was still a bit naive, having just moved from the Gold Coast, which was pretty, you know, uh, uncultured at the time. So I didn't really have much um I didn't really know what I was doing. You know, I, I was just kind of following a dream a little bit. And so he, he kind of introduced me to a lot of stuff that, you know, I that kind of woke me up a bit, I think. Yeah. Um, Tom, Tom, tell us about The Family, the short film that was made prior to, to this feature film, A Family. Uh, we we um, decided, well, I, I had a, an outline for a, a feature early on, which was sitting in a drawer and uh, I showed it to Jaden and it was, it was, it wasn't a screenplay. It was uh, a series of ideas and almost a treatment. Um, and from there he saw something and he said, let's make this into a short. Uh, so we, we, we took a section out of it, basically just cut uh, a sequence and, uh, and, and, made a short and that got a, a little bit of buzz and we, we got a little bit of confidence from that. Um, and then we, we, we went back and, and, uh, co-wrote, um, a, a family together. Right. And, uh, yeah, it, it, it sort of, it probably would have, uh, stayed in the drawer, um, <laughs> had Jaden not read it. Well, I haven't seen the family. How does it compare to this feature film version? Is, is it very similar in tone and, and, and style? No. No, no, it's not. It's it's a it's a little more serious right. and and, mm. and less playful. Mm. Um, uh, we, I think the tone um, really shifted when we uh, when we decided to to make it in Ukraine because all of the there, there was so much there there was a, a richness that we could play on uh, in in this absurd way. Yes, and uh, we, we didn't find that was present in Australia when we made the short. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to getting into, into um, you know, shooting the film in, in Ukraine. But before we do, uh, Jaden, can you tell us what a family is about in, in your own words? Uh, it's about a guy, a guy who uh, pays, essentially pays people to come to his house and pretends to be his family in short terms. Uh, it's about a person looking to fill a hole in their in their life to to find connection uh and it's it's open to interpretation a lot into what into why he does these things yes um but yeah as going back to the short i think it was it's kind of essentially it was the first 10 minutes of the feature really right. it was a sort of that introduction and then and then after we made that short we're like oh there was just so many there's so many places you could go with this, you know. There's so many interactions this person could have, and it, it was it was a bit of um, it was really juicy. <laughs> Were you getting what was the reception like for the short version of it? Then were you getting people, you know, encouraging you to make a feature film version of it? Did did people want more? Yeah, it was really encouraging, especially 
I mean, friends are always going to be nice, but our <laughs> friends circle were like, this is really cool. Yeah. You know, we got a, we people were really, you know, hadn't really. There's a couple of people we know make similar sort of style stuff, but it was kind of a niche style, so you know, people were really into it. Yes, yeah. Uh, so, so you two have made well. Essentially, you've made two films together now that explores uh, you know family dynamics. And without getting too personal, it got me wondering what your own family dynamics are like, and and whether you've drawn inspiration from your own families for this film. <laughs> Tom, we might as well start with you. If you know this was your um, this was yours from the beginning. Uh, yeah, not not too much inspiration from my own family. Mm. Uh, more so, uh, the the idea of a family and the construct of a family that um, that sold to us, sold back to us uh, in in through through all, all sorts of mediums like cinema and uh, television and you know those sort of uh, places. Yes, and and Jaden. Um. Yeah, I mean, my I think my family is not so put together. Um, so I, I definitely was a little. I'm always been a little um, not skeptical, but I, I look I look at the modern family structure a little with a little bit of pessimism. Um, and again, like growing up on the Gold Coast, there's a certain and being around certain people and growing up. There's you know there was a there's a real kind of pseudo family happiness that i saw especially on around christmas time where people get to these big group photos and everyone seemed to be so happy and <laughs> smiling and everyone was so good looking and uh, i just used to go what is this this, this this is strange you know i just so I, I i really liked that part of it and you know as we were developing the script we tried to i think we tried to insert a little bit of that um especially you know, I was, it was when I was growing up. It was always like New Idea magazine hanging around the house, and there was always these pearly white models on the beach with their dog on the front. And I just thought that was absurd too. So there, we try to put that absurdity of ha- you know pseudo happiness injected in there a little bit too. I think. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Tom, you two met in in university, as you've said. Did you learn a lot about each other through the process of making this film? You know that you may not have known already. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah we i mean we spent 10 weeks in this decaying apartment in <laughs> so um yeah we learned a lot about each other yeah so you came yeah, to work made... together again or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah we've sure. made we've made we've made a few things since yeah um you know we've made a lot of stuff together now we both got the same you know we're both very different yeah. but we've both we both got the same humor, and we both laugh at the same shit. Yeah. And I think that's the that's how you you know you get through something like that is yeah. that intense with someone overseas with no support from anyone else. It's just you two, you know. Like you got to be able to like laugh. Yeah. <laughs> we were constantly laughing, even at, even at the darkest times, we'd start laughing. So yeah, that's probably that's that's our biggest connection is just. Yeah, seeing the, the absurd, seeing the absurdity around us. The the, the greatest humour lives in tragedy. Yes. <laughs> uh, I don't know what that says about your relationship. Then <laughs> is there much tragedy? Um, people will see this trailer and, and read about the basics of this film and not realise that it's a very Australian film personnel-wise. Uh, wh- why and when was the decision made to, to make a family in Ukraine? 
Um, I mean, it's a, it's a, that's a really big question because there's lots of factors go into it. And I've, uh, and I've only recently thought, you know, when you answer this question, Jane, you've got it. There's a lot more to it than just the one answer you give. So I'm trying to, I'll try to give a lot. Please, please do. I'm sure um, that that a lot of people will be interested to know. It's multi, it's multi, it's multifaceted. Mm. Uh, the big, a big one was aesthetics. Um, we wanted that film and the story, you know, really wanted it to have a kind of timeless, um feel where you didn't know where in the world it was set it was kind of you know dateless in a way because the way they speak to each other was kind of absurd and and foreign we wanted it to feel really quite foreign in the production design Mm -hmm. also in the production design i'm i'm really i really love you know production design and, and aesthetics and and that sort of thing and you know when you have no money you can't build and buy you know you've got to find so a place like Ukraine, it's just so it's um, there is places it's quite timeless. You know, you walk down the street and you could you could be in the seventies. You know, the cars, the the buildings. You know, especially the house we end up finding it was it was like a time warp in there. Um, a third thing, third another thing was the way we'd written it. Um, and Tom will be able to help me on this, but you know, with in a way we thought the humour in the dialogue was almost funnier read than said. <laughs> Yep. Do you, do you want to expand on that, Tom? Yeah. Um, I, 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 I was pretty sure we had to have it a foreign, in a foreign language because um, you don't to 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 read to read the the subtitles and have it within the context of the image. Yeah. Um, it is is where the humour is for me. Mm. Um, and and I think Jaden, you'd agree with that. So uh, we 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 couldn't we couldn't have this made in Australia. And and at that time, I had visited Ukraine um, the past two years because I sort of fell in love with it um, yeah, for similar reasons that um, that Jaden mentioned. Um, and it was it was the decision was made it was pretty rash decision in hindsight, but, um, (laughs) we, we had a bit of money and we, we knew it could go a bit further over there. And, um, we had a couple of connections, so that was enough for us. Mm. So since watching the film and since making it, did you, did you ever think, have you ever had second thoughts now and thought, hang on, maybe we could have made this in Australia? No, no. I mean, definitely could have, but you know, couldn't have done it for 10 grand. Yes. We did. Is that true? Is that the budget of this film, 10000 Uh 12, I think, maybe altogether, yeah. Wow, incredible, incredible. So what does that translate to over there? Oh, probably 30 or 40. Right. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. How big was so, the crew that you took over? Oh, it was, t- it was, it was just me and Tom. Right, uh, it was just you two. Yeah, and then when we got there, we got a soundie and we got a producer who was also our translator and um, guardian angel. <laughs> and, and then we had another, uh, another friend of hers who would sort of be our on-set runner assistant who, um, and that was it. How, how did that. you find them? Well, yeah, it was trial and error. We, I tried to get as much hooked up before we arrived as possible. And we threw, it was it through Tom. We, we, we had a, we, Tom had a connection there mm. Um, Tarek, and mm. then 
he mentioned a few people and so we had a few um, people to lined up when we got there but um, Ollie was a big one who ended up becoming our producer who we knew I, I knew that you know biggest thing we needed that you know that producer that translator that person who was going to be on the ground with us because you know we don't speak Ukrainian so yes. we need we need someone like that and you know thank thank the gods that she came along wow so so tom what were the language barriers like on set uh, you know you're trying to set up a shot uh, what was it like uh it was it was pretty extreme in in time there's a lot of pointing and uh, i mean body language <laughs> body language counts for a lot yes. um but uh, you know specific direction um jaden always had to go through Ollie and it was a back and forth and and you know and anytime there was a discussion about a, a the the motives within a scene um was extended uh, it was such a um a, a long process because it's okay this is why okay now translate that okay but what about this okay now translate back and and that was all Ollie for me um I was I mean I I interacted with the um the uh the cast but it it wasn't i i didn't have to explain um uh, something as deep as a character motivation so i got off pretty pretty lightly well uh, i have a feeling that there are some interesting stories behind the casting of this film how did you how did you come up with this cast uh so ollie our producer she had a friend who she who worked at a theater and so she said oh this is a great place we can do auditions mm. so we started uh, i started sorry scouting scouting online on a website that's essentially the ukrainian version of craigslist right um sorry craigslist uh, star now sorry right star now. Yep, yep um so yeah i was just looking at faces and just sending her faces um and she would call them in for an audition and I think we had a week of people just coming in uh, off this website, um, which is essentially just like a you know community actors notice board where you can look for or you can apply for auditions and that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, we had heaps of people come through, and uh, funnily enough, our one of our main cast members, Mila, who played Erica, she was working at the theatre and she was the receptionist. Um, and so when we we're holding an audition. We needed a stand-in. She came along, and I ended up staring at her the whole time instead of the other person. You know, so she got the role pretty quick after that. I think she was she was perfect for me. Um, everyone else was kind of cast based on just purely looks, usually, and and most of them are pretty close to what we wanted. And you know, they brought something to it that was different. Yes. Um, but the the family members, you know, it was so open to what they could be like. So mm-hmm. we just we were just trying to find the most interesting people and get them in and see if they had something to offer. Yes. Um, it's interesting because you have to have so much trust in your actors as a filmmaker. Did you guys get to get to know the cast away from the film and, and offset? Did you go out together? Did you, did you hang out? Not really. The, no. None of them really, no one really spoke English except for Miller. <laughs> um, so we hung out with her a bit. You know, we got to dinner with her and stuff because she could speak English and it was quite easy. But the rest... The rest of the people, no, we didn't. I, I mean, I still haven't had a conversation with our lead actor, <laughs> except for the we not we would nod at each other. Really, really. Yeah. So, so yeah. are they aware that the film's due out soon, and that, and that it's you know it's about to make an impact? I hope so. <laughs> 
they do. They do. Yeah, yeah. Are they going to be involved in the in the press side of it? Would they be doing interviews and stuff like that? Are they willing to talk about the film? Oh, they would be for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But as I mentioned, though, they don't speak English, so yes. it just becomes a, a difficult one when depending on who's and how it's going to happen. Yeah. Did you ever have any local? I hate you know. I keep bringing this back to you know having made the film in Australia and, and Australian actors and stuff like that. But did you ever have any local uh, actors in mind to play these characters who you were willing to take over with you? Not take with us, no. When we very when we first started thinking about making it, we were thinking about Australian actors definitely because we were thinking, well, we're going to shoot it in Australia. Yeah. But um, when it became the time to when we knew we were going to do this somewhere else, yeah, it was never we were never going to take anyone anywhere. It was always going to be, you know, go to the place and and find people there. Yeah, you you guys have nailed this casting. Uh, these guys, the chemistry between the two characters especially, it's it's incredible. It's it's quite electric. Um we never moving forward now, we never know why Emerson is living alone. What was that conversation like around this? Why was this something uh, that you didn't want the audience in on? Um we had uh we we had our own ideas yeah. and we we talked about them and we we actually uh, had some scenes that were um were cut in the in the edit that would sort of uh point to um what had happened but it for us it it almost became a distraction because it 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 actually wasn't important um what was important is um what he was doing about it um and i think when you when when you include um, a, a trauma in the past or something, the audience always will uh, they'll sort of judge whether what he's doing uh, is is justified or not. And I think that that, that really would take away from some of the um, the humour and and the, the the sort of absurd absurdity of uh, of his his choice. Yes. Um, so that was a. That was the thing that we we spoke about and um, we had written, but it uh, I think for the best it was cut. Yes, yeah. Once I realised that I was that I wasn't going to find out why he was living alone, I think it in a way it made the film much more enjoyable. I felt like I could relax into the character a bit more and and just go along with his uh, journey ahead rather than thinking about his past. Um, Jaden, was there anything that you wanted to add to that? Yeah, it feels it, it is a little bit more freeing. I mean, yeah, we had written um, a thing, and it was quite it was pretty intense as to why he's doing this. But it, it it just changed the film dramatically. The tone it became a different film, and it wasn't really a film that I, for one, was really connected to, and I didn't really want to get into it too much because once you once you sort of go down that road of what has happened, you kind of really need to. You can't just lightly step over it. You need you need to, for me, you, you know, you need you need to get into it and and do it justice. And it, we weren't interested in that mm-hmm. as much as we were interested in, you know, this the 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 magic around this guy's life. Yes. You you probably would have had to have added another forty five minutes onto the film as well, I suppose. 
Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Um, it, it's very serious. It's quite serious in tone, but I love this the subtle humour throughout the film with scenes like uh, like where the father's looking for his glasses, or when Emerson turns off the light, you know, while the family are eating ice cream. Uh, can you tell mm. us about writing comedy into the script? Um, it it was an interesting um, process. We, from memory, I think we. We would write scenes. Um, would go away and write write these scenes, and then come back to, and and sort of talk about them and um, throw ideas around as to whether they they're sort of hitting the mark or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and in sillier in in sillier moments, we would we would say, okay, yeah, the the uh, the scene of the the father is um, the father crawling on his knees. It doesn't. <laughs> drive the story forward but but for some reason it, it it's funny to us and it needs to be in here um, tom so, tom tom's good at he, he'll just he'll say little throwaway quips that he probably doesn't think anything of and i and i think are hilarious and i'll just go we have to put that in and it, 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 even if it was a throwaway line of something he's said i'd i'd you know i always thought most of those were funny and i'd try to get them in yes so <laughs> And then the other things like we were, you know, we were waiting to get across the border into Ukraine from Poland, and it was a, it was a like an eight-hour delay. And I mentioned that when we were kids, because we grew up on like a farm, that you know, Dad would tell everyone to piss in a bucket to put them on the mango trees. And so <laughs> next thing you know, that's in the script. Too. Yes, yes. So just joke, just in jokes would get in there a lot i think too were, were there many bloopers on set were there moments of laughter while shooting or, or was it was it you know quite serious um i can't remember i think it, was, it wasn't it was mostly me and tom probably laughing to ourselves <laughs> not not the rest of the people laughing they they their humor over there is very different to us yes so, so tell us about uh, shooting over there. Well, what was it like? Uh, did I read somewhere that you th- was it quite dangerous? Was there something going on? You know, while you were shooting? Um, yeah, there was um, this bubbling tension uh, throughout the summer. Um, are you familiar with their uh, their sort of Maidan revolution in two thousand and fifteen? No, I'm not. No. Okay. Um, there, the, the conflict with Russia was uh, was reaching a point in, in, in which there were what we thought were um, what we we you know honestly thought were um, protesters, um, but we weren't quite sure whether the Ukrainians sort of rolled their eyes when we mentioned it and they said yeah yeah they they're always doing that and uh, you know they're just Russian actors and. And this is all fake, and it didn't seem fake to us. Uh, yeah. All of the, the the soldiers carrying um, carrying guns and and busloads waiting for um, a spillover on the streets was was pretty real. And um, uh, I I don't know. It's become such a, a way of life for them. Uh, but for us, it was it was pretty confronting. I think one afternoon we we heard we were at home and we just heard a car bomb explode and. Um, basically where we would go to get our uh food every day our kebabs um <laughs> it was a uh a, a georgian spy um was been assassinated uh, yeah being assassinated and you, you have these um these soldiers uh checking um 
with the, with mirrors checking under cars all lined the streets um, for car bombs. So uh, that felt pretty real to us. Unbelievable! Yeah. Did did you ever did it make you ever feel like pulling the plug, or, or were you determined just to charge on? Oh, we just wanted to make a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it informed the humour, I think. It was it was it was very surreal though. It was weird. I mean, it's funny how quickly you adapt to a new place though once you're there. Yes. Looking back on it now, it's like that is that's 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 nuts. But it's funny once you're there and you're in that headspace, you know, you just it's just I don't know. It just becomes part of your reality. Yes. Well, what a story to tell. That, that's great. Um, so tell us about these sets. Was this shot in a real house? Sure was yeah. Was? We found this. Um, found this after it took a little bit, but we found this house which was great. It was uh, it had been pretty much walked away from in ninety ninety six or seven, and had been up for sale ever since. So we got the the daughter of the parents who used to live there. She was a real estate agent. <laughs> she took us there, and I walked in, and I was like, "This is this is perfect." Yeah. Um, and then. Opening all the cupboards, all their clothes were still there wow. in the cupboards. Yeah. So it was like because I also did the costume design, oh, I was I was stoked because I had a I had a whole costume wardrobe ready to go. So oh, you know, yeah. I'd say sixty to seventy percent of the costumes that I used were straight out of the cupboard of this house we were li- that we shot in. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was just perfect. All the texture, the wallpaper texture of when you know it's peeling off the walls and um that sort of soft white light that would come in from, cause we're in that part of the world. It was, you know, that's when you go, okay, this is why we're here. Yes. You know, this is why we traveled so far for this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it works so well. Uh, I've got two more questions. Um, uh, did I sense a little bit of a, so the film explores the complexities of family life, but did I expect, uh, did I sense a little bit of a jab at the complexities of life as a filmmaker as well? And, and what it's what, like to work in a, in a family style environment on set? Were, am I right there? Were there some jabs at the filmmaking process? Um, that's an interesting interpretation. That was, yeah, haven't heard our, that one. Uh, intentions. No. But you could definitely pull parallels, yeah. Yeah, definitely, especially, you know, considering he's walking around with the video camera and, and that as well. Uh, yeah, I didn't know if I was right there or not. No, that's a good, that's a good observation. But no, we, that, wasn't a, that wasn't something intentional. Right, right. Um, I've spent a bit of time on, on some film sets, you know, and you notice little things between, you know, the director and the producer and maybe the director mm. and the actors, and I thought I was picking some of that up. But there you go. <laughs> um, do you two keep up to date with local films? Have you seen many Australian films lately that have stood out for you? Jaden. Uh, I haven't. No, um, we've both been. Li- we were both living in Canada um, for the last year or so, and we came back at COVID. So since then, I haven't really. I've been a bit of a nomad. So I haven't really had a. It's only been recently that, that I've actually settled down and started watching stuff again. So no, I, I haven't really kept up to date in the last couple of years, unfortunately, on any Australian stuff. Right, uh, Tom. Any anything for you? Um, I did see a film. Uh, called Reflections in the Dust, yes. uh, which I which I enjoyed, and I, I I think the spirit of filmmaking and that is is something to be admired. And um, I, I think they they played at the same festival as us in in the Black Knights Festival the year before. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed the um, 
the the boldness of it. It was it was fantastic. I'm so glad you said reflections in the dust because, well, one, 90% of the people that I interview say, oh, no, actually, we haven't seen any Australian films lately, you know, even though we're Australian filmmakers. And then the other 10% will say, oh, yeah, I saw Penguin Bloom recently or something like that. So it's nice that someone has, uh, you know, seen something as bold as reflections in the dust. It's, it's great to see that people are seeing it. Yeah, I caught it on Stan. I, I, I'm, I'm glad it. I'm glad Stan went with it. Yes, yeah. Um, well, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you too. Again, I really love this film. I hope it goes far, and I hope everyone goes and sees it. Um, I don't want to give you to the interviewers' curse, but I think you both have uh, long careers ahead of you, and I'm really, really looking forward to seeing what you both come up with next. So, thanks again for joining the Cinema Australia podcast. Oh, thanks so much. That's really, really lovely. Appreciate it. Thank you, Matthew. Excellent. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Really appreciate it. Hey, thanks, man. That was great. <laughs> no worries. Um, I'm, I'm really, really, I'll do anything that I can to get this film out there. So um, if there's anything else that we can do, you know, we're more than happy to help out at any time. Oh, thanks, man. You're a legend. No worries. All right. Well, best of luck with everything and, and with the film. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. Cheers, guys. Catch you later. Ciao. Bye. Nice.